You're listening to the Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. Dance off, bro. Me and you. We are back on the Pipeline Show and uh, continuing on with our team by team previews. Uh, this stopped the Medicine Hat Tigers, the second last team that we're getting to. Uh, and that means uh, the general manager and the head coach, Willie Desjardins, back on the Pipeline Show. Uh, Willie, great to talk to you once again. How are things in Medicine Hat? No, things are good. It's a great city. It's uh, good to be back here. Uh, I'm curious. It's been, what, about 10 years since uh, you left for the NHL? And, and I know the, the regular season hasn't started yet, but have you felt a change? Has the league changed at all since you were last back in Medicine Hat? Um, it's probably a little too early to tell. Uh, you know, I think... Uh, and, and I, you forget a little bit too once you've been gone for a while and you go to the NHL, you, you kind of forget where it was exactly. I think that, uh, for one, I think the players are, are more talented. Um, I just think that's the same with all leagues. I think the other thing is, uh, I think certainly at the NHL level, more young guys are playing. And I would assume that might, you know, come back down to the junior leagues as well. Mm-hmm. For you to come back to the WHL after spending the last decade in the NHL, does it feel like putting on familiar uh, shoes again? Or like a, does it fit like a glove? Or is there a sense it's almost like going back to high school and been there, done that to some degree? How's how's that transition working for you? I don't know. I don't think it's been there, done that. Um, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't think it fits like a glove either. I think there's lots of new things, uh, lots of new challenges. You know, I think um, just because you had some kind of success before doesn't mean you're going to have it again. Hmm. Um so I don't think there's any comfort in in that. I think uh hockey's always a now sport, like it's what's happening now. So I don't think the past really really matters. It's you just have to find a way to be successful now. New building, so that's different, obviously, but uh Bob Ridley's still there, so the more things change, the more they stay the same. <laughs> yeah, it's great to have Rids around. He's <laughs> seen so many things with hockey and, and with his team in particular. Um you know it's great. It's great to see him again. He's looking good. Uh, it was good. We he uh, drove the bus, called the game in Regina the other night, drove home. So it's just like all times. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, we all love Bob Ridley. Um, all right, let's get to know the the team this year, and maybe we'll just uh, check off the list of uh, players who aren't back from last year's uh, playoff squad. And uh, of course, every team loses their uh, overage players uh, from the year before for the Tigers. That's uh, Ryan Jeveny and uh, Dylan McPherson. I know uh, Jordan Hollett also not not back this year. Linus Nassen uh, off the back end, and he parted ways recently with Jackson Steele. How many twenty year olds are are left with the team right now? Uh, right now we have four guys left. Uh, we have Peruzzo, uh We got Hamlin. We got Chizowski, and we got Christensen. Or sorry, Oster. Oster, that's right. Do you like to have that sort of competition in camp, or or is this less than desirable to ha- to have? Uh, uh, more than the uh, the allotted three uh, through camp? Oh, I don't know. I think whatever you have, you have to make it work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for the 20-year-olds, sometimes it's nice just to have the three so they know where they're at and what they're doing. And, and you want to be good to them. They've been good to your organization. They've been with you. So you want to try to create the best situation you can for them. Uh, I think on the other hand, you want to, if you have four, you want to give them all a chance to kind of make your team. They all deserve that chance. So, uh you know, I think it's just try to find a way, way to make it work. We got four, um, so we want to try to give them all a chance. And uh, you know, but then somewhere along the way, there will be some tough decisions. And they're all forwards as well. Is that uh, 
um, okay, or would you in you know moving forward um, would you prefer to have that spread out a little bit positionally so they're not all up front? I don't know. I, I think uh, you kind of always like older defensemen. Um, you know, I think they're. Uh, it's nice to have that. But we're we're, we're sitting good. We got two nineteen year old D, two eighteen year old D. So um, you know we're in a good spot with that. Uh, you know, as far as having some older players. Um, but you you know you just I think you always just try to look for the best players and the best fit for your team. Uh, when it comes to the import uh, players, you have one that's away at NHL camp right now, and Mad Sogard, fantastic goalie, arguably uh, one of the top goaltenders uh, in the entire Western Hockey League, and a newcomer in Jonathan Brinkman-Anderson uh, from Denmark. Uh, we're very, very familiar with what Sogard can do and how important he is to the team, but tell me about the new fella. Uh, Brinkman's a, a very talented player, uh, sees the ice well, um, you know, he's got good size, uh, you know, I think he's got good quickness. Um, I think he has to adjust to the league, though. I think there'll be an adjustment period for sure, but uh, has very good skill. All right. And uh, how well do you know uh, Mads? Um, not real well. Um, you know, I, I know he's competitive. Uh, I know he 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 has a really positive uh, attitude when he comes to the rink. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's a he's a guy that's well liked by his teammates. So. Lots of good things for him. Uh, you know, I haven't seen him play as much, so uh, that's something I'm looking forward to. The other goaltender in camp you just added to the team in Evan Fredette, and uh, I believe actually you still have another goaltender around, but uh, Fredette with the experience, uh, you go out of your way to pick him up. Um, why in particular uh, was Fredette a good fit for the Tigers? Um, you know, I think he, he has really good numbers. Uh, you know, he was real successful in the Max tournament. Uh, big body guy. Uh, so I think he's good. We all saw Borkland in camp. Borkland's had a great camp as well. Um, so it's just a little bit more depth uh, with our group. Um, but I think we have some. I think we have some good goaltenders. Uh, for sure, Borkland. Borkland, excuse me, uh, a first round pick of the Tigers a couple of years ago. So yeah. coming in with uh, uh, some pedigree. Uh, tell me about your blue line, and, and I know you're still getting to know a lot about your team, but uh, one of the things that stands out, there's some size with uh, your more veteran players on the back end. Yeah, we do. You know, we got, uh, you know, four guys that kind of probably took the majority of it with Baker and Clayton, uh, Van Imp and, and Luongo. So those four guys will be counted on heavily to uh, provide leadership for us and, and uh, to kind of steady our defense. Um, you know, all big guys that, uh, uh, you know, we want to get involved in the attack and, and uh, uh, probably want to get a little bit more active. I know you've, you in going back to your days with the Tigers, you've always had offensive-minded defensemen. Is that important for you to be able to have uh, one or two players that can jump up and join that attack? Um, I think it's something you'd like. Uh, but I think at the same time, you know, your coach's job is to coach whatever you have. And, uh, you know, I think our guys, are, you know, there's different things you stress. Maybe they'll... Uh, they'll get a little bit more involved. Uh, time will tell. Um, but I think it's you know it's it's my job as a coach just to make sure that uh, um, whatever we have, whoever's working back there, we get the most out of them. Well, you also happen to be the GM, so do you find yourself uh, you know you you put on one hat and you have conversations with yourself in the <laughs> mirror as as coach talking to the GM in the mirror? <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> um, I think you. I think you always. You know, when you have two hats, I think it's good because, you know, lots of times, uh, you know, when I was 
first starting as coaching, it was like, well, why can't I take these three bad players and try to turn it into a great player? Like, what's wrong with that GM? Um, I think now you're a little bit more realistic and you know how hard it is to trade. Like, everybody's smart. Everybody knows the players. Uh, you just don't do that. Um, you know, trades kind of now have to work for both parties or, or they don't work. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I think I am a little bit more realistic and I realize it's difficult to make trades. Um, you know, so I think I then turn to the coach's side and say, hey, you, we've got to develop our guys and we got to get better that way. I know you have a number of young players who would be rookies uh, right now uh, still among the defensemen trying to, to make the team. Who are some of those guys that are, are really forcing your hand and, and uh, might force their way onto the roster? Well, Krabs has been good. Uh, Watson's been pretty good. Uh, Capti's been in there. Adjuman. So we got we kind of got four other D around right now that uh, you know maybe have played a little bit with us in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our guys that uh, um, are looking to get a, maybe a bit a little bit bigger role this year. All right, let's move up to the uh, the forward units. And uh, you mentioned the the four overage guys that you have uh, still in camp, and you, you eventually I'll have to get down to three, but behind those guys where there's a lot of offensive talent with your squad. And, and I think, you know, every year it seems like the medicine at Tigers are just consistently good. And, uh, but before I hang up with you, I'm going to ask you about the secret to that, but um, tell me about your forward group uh, as a whole and, and what stands out to you maybe as you describe them as a group. Well, I think we have good depth. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, you know, I, I think we have, I think we can, I think we have we have just good depth. We've got four pretty good lines. I think we got three lines where any one of them could be considered your number one line, you know, depending on the day. Um, you know, so I like that part of it. I think uh we have some young guys that have to prove they can they can do things. We got some older guys that want to get to another level. So I think we have a, a good combination of older and younger guys. I imagine that Cole Sillinger will see time with your uh, squad this year. Uh, lots to be expected and expectations will be high uh, for a player like that. But do you have to temper expectation a little bit? Uh, because how deep you are, he might not be, you know, getting prime opportunities like he will, you know, in the, over the next two or three years. As a rookie, he's got to find his way. A little bit. It's, it's easy to forget sometimes that he's 16. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the way he handles himself, the way he plays. And that's a real compliment to him. Like, you, you know, like you, you kind of see a player where he is, and he doesn't play like a 16-year-old. He, he certainly plays older. Um, saying that, I think he, you know, it's uh, it's hard when you have so many high expectations uh, coming into every game. It's like, you know, it's like every game's a disappointment because it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think that's a, a and that's a tough challenge. And you get that lots of times with second-year players where they've had a good first year, and now the expectations are so high. Second year, it's tough to to meet those, but he, he's a guy, he's going to go after him. Uh, he's got a great attitude. Um, you know, he's confident, you know, he'll work hard. So it's, it, you know, I think there's some, uh, there's some challenges for him for sure, but uh, I really like his makeup. I like his attitude and I like his work ethic. Willie Desjardins, the head coach of the Medicine Hat Tigers, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Has the rest of the coaching staff changed much from last year? Um not a lot. Uh, you know, I think that, uh, um, Joe Fraser's back, uh, Ryan Smith's back. Those two guys were, were key guys. I think, uh, both been around a lot. Both are, are great at what they do. Uh, we added Smee Warren as a, uh, video, uh, assistant coach, which is going to help us out. 
Um, so I don't think there's lots of changes in that regards, but uh, certainly like our staff. How important is that for you to have those guys because they're familiar with the players, but also from the players' perspective that they have that continuity from one year <laughs> to the next? I mean, you're the new guy almost in a lot of senses. Uh, you're kind of the rookie now. Yeah, it is. And it's really, really important. Um, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit about uh, the consistency of the team. Uh, I think Sean Clinton did a great job when he was here. He, um, you know, he, he left the team in good shape. Uh, you know, I think it's an organized group. It's a, it's a hard working group. Um, and then that comes down to, uh, Joey and Ryan as well. Like those guys are a big part of it and, and what they do and, and what they bring with the athletes. So it's, it's really important nowadays that you, you have that group. I know one guy can do it all. Um, you know, and I think we really, I know I really rely on those guys to make us successful. Just a couple more questions for you, and I appreciate your time. Uh, I think the last time the, the Tigers missed the playoffs, outside of uh, a couple of years ago when they lost in the uh, the, the tiebreaker game, uh, it goes back to before you were, your first stint with the Tigers. That consistency, it's pretty hard to be consistently good every year with junior hockey because of the turnover in the rosters. So what is the key to that success? Why Why have the Tigers been able to maintain a, just a level of consistent, strong play. Might not be a contender every year, but you're definitely in the mix every year. Well, I think if you go back to my the first year we went to the Cup, uh, we didn't make any trades that year. Um, you know, we just stayed with the group we had. The second year, uh, there was one trade early and then another trade late, a little bit later in the year. But again, it was basically the same group we we had all year. So. I think our philosophy is development inside, like get our players and develop them. Um, you know, I don't think, uh, I think one disadvantage or I don't know, maybe it's an advantage. Um, I always really believe in our players and I, I never want to give up on them. I never, I always maybe overvalue our guys. Uh, and it's just because I believe in them so much. So, um, that makes it maybe tough to crave. I like that answer. Um, and lastly, what would you consider to be a, a successful season this year for the Tigers? Um, I guess I consider it successful if, uh, uh, you know, if a lot of our guys get out and sign, sign pro contracts, um, if we come to the rink every night and, and uh, battle and play as hard as we can, um, and I guess that our guys enjoy the year. Um, you know, I think those sides would be would, would indicate we're pretty successful. That's interesting because it's not about we want to have X number of wins. It's not about necessarily making the second round of the playoffs. You don't have those types of goals. <laughs> oh, I always got those goals. But sure, <laughs> I think those those goals will happen will happen if we do the first group. Excellent, I love that, Willie. I really appreciate your time. Uh, great to have you back in the Western Hockey League, and uh, I hope we'll uh, have a chance to chat when you come through Edmonton. That'd be perfect. Thanks a lot. Great to talk with Willie Desjardins once again, and uh, it's good for the league to have him back. Don't know how long he'll be back for. I kind of get the impression, you know, much like Manny Viveros, the NHL, if it, if it comes calling, they'll uh, they'll head back. But until then, the league is uh, better off uh, having a guy like Willie Desjardins in it. So uh, really interested to see how he and the Tigers fare with his return this season. It looks like a really good team on paper, and I think a lot of people would expect this uh, club to be in the mix with Edmonton and Calgary as the uh, top team in the Central Division. Certainly if Matt Sogard continues where he left off in the playoffs with the uh, Tigers, 
Having watched that series obviously firsthand because it was the Oil Kings and the the Tigers in that first round, he was uh, fantastic in uh, three of those five games. Again, lots of firepower up front. I would suggest their blue line is without a marquee type of name on it, but uh, that doesn't mean they can't get the job done. I said the same about Prince Albert last year, and, and it worked out pretty well for that club. Hey, speaking of the Prince Albert Raiders, that is the last team you're going to hear from. The last preview that we get to do is with the defending champs. The, the general manager is Curtis Hunt, who we just had on the show right before the Memorial Cup last year. We get to do it all over again. How much different is this year's version of the Raiders compared to the team that won the WHL championship last year? Spoiler alert, it's a lot different. But how big of a step back should we expect from Prince Albert this year? We'll find out. We talk to Curtis Hunt next here on the Pipeline Show. Dreisaitl pushes it past Honka. Toad Dragon, he scores, completing the hat-trick. Holy hell, what a night for the Deutschland angler. Hey, I'm Leon Dreisaitl. I'm playing for the Prince Albert Raiders, and you're listening to the Pipeline Show. Spruce Grove Saints AJHL Hockey is back. The 2019-2020 home opener is next Friday, September 13th at the Grant Fear Arena. There'll be a tailgate barbecue beforehand from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m., which includes face painting, child activities, and a chance to meet some Saints players. The Saints are accepting donations of school supplies and cash. Bring yourself inside the rink for 6.45 when the Saints will unveil their 2018-2019 North Division banner. And then stick around for 7 o'clock puck drop when the Saints will host the Drayton Valley Thunder. 